Remember those days pre-pandemic when you know they'd actually boot you out of a bar because it was closing time or or the bar's clock would be 15 minutes ahead of what your phone said because they knew they would need extra time to boot everybody out. That isn't happening as much anymore in Chicago. Pat Dorr is the managing director of Hospitality Business Association. They're they're a lobbying organization. They represent restaurants and music venues and and bars and is the late night bar crowd gone now, Pat? I mean, are they still showing up or are places closing early? Because that seems to be my experience. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. And it is not over, but it has much changed um, over the last two years. There's just a variety of challenges facing our bars, restaurants, um, less so the music venues with late night. I mean, we're still down like over 50,000 employees in the industry statewide. And um, people don't stay out quite as late. And frankly, the late hour crowd, a lot of times that was people working in bars and restaurants. And until we get that back, it's not going to be what it was beforehand. But also this trend has been going on for a decade. Oh, it has been going on for a decade. Yeah, here's my issue. I, I, I don't know the last time I was at in a bar at closing time, but I know there are many restaurants I go to and it will say they close at 8 o'clock. I'm like, 8 o'clock? You know, that seems awful early. Or if it says they serve till 10 and you get there at 915, they're like, yeah, we're closing up. We're not seating anyone anymore. And is that because of lack of staff or or lack of customers? On the restaurant side, the most precious commodity still a year, kind of a year after the end of the pandemic and entering the endemic stages, a line cook. And they're hard to get. They're hard to train. They're hard to keep. And you're definitely seeing a lot more places ending service earlier um, because they don't have as many line cooks and they want to get them back home to their family or out of there. So they'll be back the next day and the day after. And honestly, probably going to take several years before we can get more line cooks and prep cooks to keep these kitchens open later. But for now, absolutely the most crucial people in a restaurant uh, are the ones in the kitchen. And we need to, uh, if you need to close earlier to take care of them, you're going to do it. Pat Dorr is the managing director of the Hospitality Business Association. You know a thing or two about what's going on in Chicago when it comes to restaurants and bars and music venues. Is crime, is the fear of being accosted when you leave someplace at 1 or 2 in the morning, keeping people from, you know, hitting the bars like they used to? It's hard. It's really hard. It's a great question. It's just really hard to quantify with perception versus the reality of people changing their decisions. We're... Taking into account inflation, we're getting close to where we were in 2019 in terms of total sales in the bar and restaurant industry in Chicago. Um, So people are still going out. Whether they're spending it earlier or later is hard to tell. Um, People are definitely, I know from personal experience, they think more about how they're going to get home from a place than they ever did before. Mm -hmm. Um, 2019, if you had to stand outside for 10, 15, 20 minutes waiting for the CTA or a taxi or an Uber, not a problem. Uh, people put a little more forethought in that. And frankly, I think sometimes they're going home earlier because it's easier to take whatever mode of transportation they want than risk being out late. It is weird. We all were tied up at home. We felt like we, we couldn't get out. And everybody's like, I can't wait to go to a restaurant again or go to a bar and feel normal again. And I think something changed in all of us where we're kind of like, yeah, I'm a little tired. I'm going to hit it early. Is there any danger of, of those last few 5 a.m. bars closing up 
because Chicago is one of those unique places where they said they'd close the doors to kick out the drunks and open up the doors again at 6 a.m. Are there bars left with 5 a.m. licenses? Well, we call that being a global city. You know, global city's got to be open around the clock, and Chicago is definitely one. So, no, I don't think there's a danger of the late, late hour sector disappearing entirely. It's consolidated. I mean, actually, the reason we have those late hour licenses was from when we were in a round-the-clock manufacturing town. And even 60 years ago, they understood that people coming off second shift needed a place to unwind after work. That's still going to be a factor, and you build in that the amount of conventions and tourism that we'll hopefully see at pre-pandemic level soon. Those drive that late-night sector, and those are still things. It's just it's more consolidated into the kind of the nightlife districts, whereas before the 4AMs were more spread out across the city. Do conventioneers impact the bar business as much as they do the restaurant business and hotel business in the city? Oh, yes. Downtown, for sure. Um, over half of the 4AM licenses, the late-hour licenses, are between uh, Irving Park and the river um, and east of Ashland. And those are between Wrigley Field and the hotels up there and then downtown where there's over 40 of them in the near north side. That's all tourism. That's all travel-driven, um, whether it's the people serving those tourists or those tourists and business travelers themselves. Uh, that's a market. It's changed, but it hasn't entirely disappeared. So, Pat, all these headlines that say last call for late night, really not that big of an alarm. It's still going to happen. It's just about getting people back in and, of course, getting people employed in those positions where those uh, line cooks are, are, are plentiful, right? Yeah, it's just worse. Every, every bar and restaurant owner will flinch if you use the word pivot in front of them after the last two years. But we are still pivot. We are still pivoting to a different labor market and a recovering travel and tourism market. Um, things change, but they're not going extinct. It's just going to be a continued evolution. And ultimately, we've seen if you want to see a sector that's thriving, it's brunch. Nobody wants to make a mess in their house on a they have to clean up on a Sunday afternoon. They're going out for it. And brunch businesses boomed um, coming out of the pandemic. So things change, but they're still pretty good. And with continued tourism recovery, they'll get even better for all of uh, everybody's favorite neighborhood spots. Well, let's face it. We've got some of the best bars and restaurants in the entire world. That's not just my opinion. That's, I'm sure, yours as well. I, it is, I wake up every morning giddy and excited that I work for one of the great bar and nightlife towns in the world. And it's almost all independent and locally owned. I mean, it's Chicago ones around Chicago places and welcoming the world. And that's a great job for me to have. And it's a great thing for Chicago to have. Thank you for joining us. Pat Doerr, Managing Director of the Hospitality Business Association. Joe Brandt's going to jump on with us. He's got the Blackhawks pre and post game on WGN Radio. Newsroom temperature check. You never know what kind of story Mary's going to come up with. It's all on the way on 720, right after Steve's newscast on WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.